again with me is T. Hey, what's up, people? And Ricard Rick, Slick Rick, the man. I am all that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's the best. That's the best introduction you'll ever give for me, by the way. Um, pretty much today. Uh, heard in the news today about one um, interesting topic. We're going to um, discuss that a bit more later, but I wanted to kind of paint the picture didn't lead into that that main uh, topic but i want to start out by asking over last say 10 to 20 years give or take we're all old enough to be cognizant of music and movies and shit of that nature but want to get into music what were your top five um musical acts any genre and um pretty much why were they your acts and also with that what influence did radio, video, TV, the box, whatever, uh, add to you picking that as your top five person? Um, any order? Go ahead, Rick. I, I gotta still think about it. Well, okay. Mm. Well, mine's not like going from one to five to five to one. This is in no particular order. Um, Aaliyah. Um, I know this is gonna sound weird. Elton John. <laughs> The um, bitch is back. <laughs> um, uh, Luther Vandross. The Kentucky Fried Chicken eating motherfucker. Stop. Um, <laughs> oh, my girl. Um, Guapale. Okay. Um, Four. Yeah. And Biggie. I was about to say, damn, you don't have a rap on. That's yeah, Biggie. That's all I'm going to say. Biggie. Um, I guess we all do ours, and then we just kind of feel questions, I guess, okay. attached to them. Um, you want to go Rick or? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Well, my first two, she just named one of them, Biggie. (laughs) No. (laughs) Biggie and Tupac, and I'm going to tell you, no, no, I'm not going to tell you why, I'm just going to keep going. Biggie, (laughs) Tupac, TLC, uh, No, 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 Emma. Emma time, dinner. Like girls with the pumps and the pumps. <laughs> 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 y'all gonna laugh. Yes, we will. I don't I will. give a damn. Hall and Oates. I can't move it. <laughs> oh. No can do. <laughs> She's a man. <laughs> She's a man eater. <laughs> <laughs> well, which one had the bad porn mustache, by the that way? That was, uh... <laughs> Daryl Hall? No, no, it wasn't John Oates. I don't know which one is which. One of them looked black and one of them didn't. Don, I think it was John Oates who had the 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 point. Well, I'm thinking of Daryl Hall that had the. Oh, okay, okay. Daryl Hall was the singer. and He was the blonde. That's the one I'm thinking of because he, I think, oh, at one point he had a bad mustache. That was the other one. Who Not no, he had a mustache. It was obvious because his mustache was dark. Oh. I thought the other one had like a blonde mustache, almost Larry Birdish. Oh. <laughs> that you can notice Larry Birdish. Porn star. Lil Kim. Hey. How many looks? True. What, did, was that five already? Hardcore. I think so. Yeah, hardcore. That was the album. That was the shit right there. Was... Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I put much thought in it. I, I'm really... It's kind of kind of difficult for me because I wasn't that into music. I just like what, what was there. I was like, well, I can go with the producers quicker than like musical acts altogether. Um, however, this is going to sound really funny. I would have to put Puffy in my top <laughs> I had to put Puffy in my top five. Um, Can't stop. Won't stop. Bad boy. <laughs> take that. Take that. <laughs> um, I've had... P. Diddy. Sean Puffy Combs. Puff Diddy, baby. Shoulders. Secondly, baby, the American dream. Barack Obama. Secondly, I want to put Puff Daddy's shoulders in there. No. Because <laughs> the Harlem Shake was awesome. No, um... I also probably want to put in there, um, Big Pun, just, I want to go, I hate to go with two, like, rappers, but I don't, I don't really need to explain it, but, um, I think my next person that I have to be in there with, I don't know, uh, I'll probably go with Limp Biscuit. I'll probably go with Limp Biscuit. Wow, um, you're probably going to catch a lot of shit for that one. Yeah, they can go up and catch a shit for me, you did it. Oh, um, man. I forgot to put Red Hot Chili Peppers in there, but go on. Oh, they yeah, got they tea. had a shit. Yeah. That's actually one of mine yeah, as well, Red Hot I Chili Peppers. Yeah. And um, that's four uh, for me. And lastly, this is... Damn, I can't believe I didn't say Linkin Park. Linkin Park, thank you. 
Thank you, done. I forgot to say Done, I got a good, I got a good list. Y'all got sucky list. I forgot to say Beck. I like Beck, too. Oh, yeah. But, okay, that's your five. You want with your five. Now, let's... And I think we all kind of have some intermingling there. Like, I like Luther. I like... See, me me personally, I had a tough time thinking about it because I have so many favorites. You know, I can't narrow down to five. Because now I'm, like, thinking a whole bunch of other artists that I probably should have said. Well, I think instead of saying, like, your top five... Who named five people out of that list, and I think you kind of named as opposed to saying, "Well, this is my number one, definitely." Yeah. Because if it's over the last twenty years, nobody had Michael Jackson in there. Yeah, you know, I, well, I never really owned a Michael Jackson. But CD, it, does, it could be really... anything. It could be music, music videos. Right. But right. I, I remember, I, remember the time in the early nineties. It came with Fox. I pretty much have every song he ever recorded from the time he was nine years old to 2001. No one even mentioned, and this is going to sound fucked up because he likes to touch kids now, fuck him. Um, R. Kelly, um, Believe I Can Fly was, Fly was a huge song. Like, R. Kelly so owned the name. Let me just, let See, me just say something. I Luther Vandross because he was like, that was like, you know how when you graduate from elementary school and middle school and stuff? Mm-hmm. Every time we graduated, we had to sing a Luther Vandross song. I had Celine Dion and Club Nouveau. Lucky you. Lean on me? Yes. Lean on me, bro. We're clapping. We're your next job. I had a teal shirt on. I had a teal shirt on. Did you, um... Phil Collins. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Phil Collins. Love Phil Collins. You remember the two... Did you go to my, um, fifth grade graduation? I'm quite sure I did. You remember the two songs we... You remember the two songs we... No, I don't. We had to sing Bette Midler's... The, uh, the Wind Beneath My Wings <laughs> and yeah, Mar- Mariah Carey's Hero. Yeah, I remember My brother that. had to sing Barbie Girl. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Like... Patent plastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. What makes a great artist, though? I, I think it's a lot of things that, that make up, like, for instance, going back to the list, like, I had Puffy in mind something because... He's a hell of an entertainer. Yeah, Not he's an entertainer. Businessman. He's a, a businessman. And it's like, yo, I attach myself to these people. I make myself famous because I'll see an ad lib. I remember at one point, like, literally, it's like, did Bobby say anything in this song? How is this nigga featured on here? Yeah. Did he say just take that once and shit? He's got well, a feature? Yeah. Does, it, does it a good, a great artist, uh, is it the talent or the content they sing about or the music or... Cause you look at what? look at look at Madonna. I like Madonna, but she, you know she's caught a lot of flat because of her personal life and her her, her ability to, but, that she doesn't really have a great singing voice. What but, did he sales? But she her music. Have you ever heard like a prayer the whole yeah, album? Yeah. That was one of her best albums. Yeah. Didn't get a lot of scrutiny because she had Leon as like as Jesus or something. But that was the music video. I'm but talking I'm, about I'm, the I'm, album. Just, I'm just saying like, but it still. But it be, had a whole bunch of hot singles off of that. But it still would be attached yeah. to it though, yeah. wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. it? Like, as far as, like, the artists and pretty much when kind of crafting that question, I was thinking, like, and that's why I said the box, the radio, anything possible to say, okay, uh, let's say, for instance, Puffy Vances. I want every possible iota of Puffy. Not necessarily me kicking it with Puffy, mm-hmm. but me, like, okay, I see him in his music video. That's part of his brand, in a right. sense. And, like, watching someone's music video, controversy sells. Right. Black man's Jesus? Oh, shit. That's something we, we're talking about her. Right. It's out there. But this, I've heard so many people say, like, you know, people like Britney Spears was a, is a great artist. But I, like, what makes her a great, I'm not saying she's not, but what makes her a great artist? Sales and um, just, like, the influence I think she had. Yeah. On, yeah. On the culture? Culture. Yeah. Because she, she not only affected people that she should have been targeting, but she targeted... She had that collateral. She, yeah, she had other people pulling, like, like, um... She was a cluster bomb of entertainment. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and sometimes, really, I think, if you're just a really good entertainer, that'll pick up for what you lack in other things. I think the major thing there, and that probably all of these, uh, probably maybe one or two of mine that didn't have, and I'm definitely thinking big pun, but in general, I think all of the artists that we mentioned, they had one thing in common, other than me and musicians, of course, and having music videos. Um, the crossover factor. If you can cross over, mm-hmm. pretty much if white American likes you, you're in. The majority likes you, you're in. Right. Like, But if you cross over too much, is that a problem? 
I sometimes sometimes it can be to, right. your, to your original audience. Anita's Metallica right. ran into it. Uh, um, Green Biscuit, Day. Lim Biscuit ran into right. it. It's like you get too famous too fast. Yes. Everyone hates you. Right. Like for right. instance, even with Dane Cook right now, I think Dane Cook's funny as shit, but he does horrible movies. And as a result of his comedy, I guess, it turns to him doing movies, and everyone hated his movie. So it's like, you know what? It's just not the movies. He's bad. He's horrible. So, Keen, is it fair to say that if you cro- even if you cross over to that mass audience, and you, if you, only if you stay true to yourself and your music, you're, you're okay? Because look, 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 look at these. But, look at but the, the question rock. with that becomes, what is staying true to yourself and your music? Because if you stay... I mean, I, I think sometimes when people say stay true to yourself and Keep stay, you know, I think they don't want the person to grow. And you have to grow. It's like, that's like, you know, like Biggie said, you know, why am I going to rap about being broke and I'm not broke no more? Right. You know, how do you how do you do these things? Like, if you, like, like the problem most people have with rappers and they lose credit. It's like... Dude, you didn't grow up this way. How can you rap about something like that? But not even that, but, like, take James Brown and Aretha Franklin, two of the biggest soul giants of all time. They had a pop audience, but they weren't... the biggest giant. (laughs) But they never really, uh... (laughs) But they never really, like... People never really said, oh, they're too poppy or they're too this or too that. But then you had to sit there and think about it, too. How often did they come out with... CDs and stuff like that. Oh, Aretha had like over 50 albums. I'm not, but, but with but that, I'm do saying... you have like oversaturation? Whereas you'll have with, let's say, the rappers, as you mentioned before, right. I may have an album that comes on, let's say, every two years, every three years, right. but I'm featured on MC Rick's album. Right. So you're going to see my fat ass face again. Right. You know, rapping about the same shit I rapped about on the first two albums. And, and the thing with that, like, Rondé still doing. When you what what records and, and tapes and shit, you and can't they, fit that many songs. That right, there was because anyway. uh, Michael Jackson's so, Thriller only had nine songs. That's what I'm saying. And how so, long was it in minutes? Right, you know. That's the other thing I noticed. Like some of these people, like like a lot of the rock artists, like uh-huh. the Bravery, for instance, and, that, and that's a band that I like. Um, the Bravery, that first album was only 37 minutes, and it had like 12 songs on it. So yeah, uh, and that was their debut. So for for rappers. All right, this is only for rappers. And y'all need to take nice, quick notes about this because <laughs> rap is ass right now. No, for okay, for rappers. Now, when you first come out and you're like from wherever, the ghetto, whatever. I'm from Hoboken, New Jersey. Let's role play here. I'm All from right. Hoboken, New Jersey, son. But how long can you? <laughs> what oh what life? What lifespan do rappers have? They have like the lifespan of an NFL player. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I can only name one rapper who. Had a career for for like at least twenty five years, and that was LL Cool J. Yeah, but the question then becomes, when did no, you no, was it was it twenty five? Nineteen eighty five, close to twenty five, not exactly twenty five. Did, did that did that last album really count though? That's Exit thirteen. See, and that's what I was about to say. My but name, I, I know Jamal. But I'm he, saying, yeah, he might be in the game, but are you still in the game making an influence? You know, I mean. Some you you can you. Well, what was the, what was the last thing Grandmaster Flash and the Fears Five did? Right, <laughs> but and Curtis you know, Blow. But my thing is, the you bricks? know, <laughs> I know you like you saying just rappers in general, but like Earth Wind and Fire, <coughs> they can play that one little thing and they are sell out everywhere they go. Earth Wind Fire, I mean, Frankie um, Bubbly and Maze. Frankie Bubbly and Maze. They got three I songs. I swear <laughs> to God. If people in Baltimore don't lose their mind, and, and oh, it's like every time, that's why they come every summer. They come every it's summer, like, and exactly they come more than once every summer. Every summer, they, every time they sold out like crazy. I mean, you know, but people want to hold on to that, and I'm like, like how well do you think Busta new CD one day? It's gonna be ass. That's what I'm saying. If LL put out another CD, just because, it be ass. Just because you have the finances to back your ass up, or you had those connections because you are quote unquote a legend, does that mean your shit? No, it's not. It's and, like, and, and like, and does that have to do with with your 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 talent or with the how not saying like that people rap, aren't as receptive? Rap as is a short term media. Well, I think right. I think it's, prom- it's it partly to do with promotion. If you have the people, but you know what, you who can promote, promote the hell out of LL because I mean they, his clothing line launched like the same time in that last CD and both of them failed simultaneously. Well, the clothing line is still go. 
It's still a go. It, they said it's a go. They said that they just had to slow down production. Have you of seen anyone wearing LL Cool J's clothing? But they saying they still making it. It's still. It didn't like. It didn't. What you call? Tiff. They still wear make Bugle Boy. <laughs> but Bugle Boy got bored out. But they still have Bugle Boy Tiff. Mm-hmm. I've not seen anyone. I've seen people wear Bugle Boy. I've not seen anyone. Where <laughs> I haven't seen like like a phenomenon on someone's T-shirt as they walk, but 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 to that to that point you were making earlier, I think rap, and this is almost a science how people have gotten smarter, right? You think you go out there you rap like originally what was rap? You out there you're representing the DJ, right? It lost some of the elements and now literally it's just rap as opposed to being originally hip hop. Right. Um, you, you have people now. Like some of your um, artists who are pretty good, actually, to great artists, they have some of the fundamentals you need. Like, oh, I can listen to him, and he can come up with that commercial success later. Mm-hmm. But it may not be the best right then and there. Like Blue Bay Fiasco, for instance, everyone liked Kick Push, but the rest of the album wasn't. It wasn't a due to partially leaking. I guess it wasn't a uh, I guess critic critically acclaimed CD. Mm-hmm. But you had people saying, well, hmm, I'm gonna do three albums and I'm gone. You know what? I'm going to be a writer. So you're saying like it was it wasn't hot at the time, but now as years went by, it's like, like I can still I can still listen to the album. I think it's it's because like he knows that I'm only going to do these three albums. I had content for three albums and I'm gone. Now this I'm, is I'm the same thing with Kid Cudi. He's doing the same shit. He mm-hmm. he was talking about retiring before his first album came out because almost now people are realizing that hey I don't want to be whack like these guys have gotten on that fifth, sixth, seventh CD. Right. I'm going to keep it moving. Like Eminem, for instance. He had his first three albums. He should have got out. Because you want to know why, why I think rap is such a hard thing to stay in so long? Because, because it's for like, the youth. Like, and it, it, for real, it, <laughs> it is. is. And I'm like, you know, with, with R&B or Neo Soul or whatever it's qualifying for now these days, what real singing is, um, <laughs> you know, Joe Scott. Not that Beyonce shit. Oh, don't even get me started. So, um, Joe Scott, <laughs> you know, she don't come out with albums all that often. You, she just speaks in a bad forget, African accent. <laughs> you kind of forget that, you know, where she went, like, what happened to me, you know, what happened to Ivory, and then they come back, but they said, you know, when Jill Scott came back with her album, she was like, you know, I had to go and experience life. I didn't have anything to write about. But you can't be a rapper and go and experience life and then try and come back and rap because by that time, your, your target audience was just the youth they not relating they to where you are in your life. It's not like I'm going to be, let's say, we're all together, right? Uh-huh. Going to pray at the time. It's like, you know what, Rick? I'm going to provide the soundtrack to your life. And it's like, as shit happens to you, we're kind of growing simultaneously. So right. you're relating directly to the experiences right. I'm having. That's like Doesn't the, 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 what you call them, like the whole big beef or what is allegedly the beef between Murray J you. and what's her name? Keisha Cole. There's a beef between them? Apparently, it was supposed to be something between us. Stop. So, I mean, but you know, you know, Keisha, they trying to say Keisha Coles is now, you know, the queen or whatever, the princess of hip-hop or R.B., whatever. And that's where it was coming from. Actually, you know what? The label was promoting Keisha Coles more than the queen of hip-hop. My eyes have never been this big. Even what? They always comparing Keisha Coles to the new Murray J. How? Keisha Coles just saying. She's the Murray J of this generation or whatever. So, I mean... <laughs> she's singing and she's sticking out her chest the whole time. I was the whole album. Like, Damn, this album's in, in video too? This is awesome. Terrible. But I'm like, you know, Murray J, like, I listen to Murray, but are the little people in, like, you know, middle school and high school rocking Murray J like I would? Yeah, because, you know see, when me and Tiffany were younger, it was what's the 411. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, we it, exactly for y'all because I did not think You know, it was like when we was in middle school and high school. Right. And now I think the middle school and high school, they don't hold on to what Murray did. And Murray in a different stage in her life with no drama. But Keisha Cole's got more than enough to sing about. And so that's his, what they relate his another to. Thing. You mentioned uh, you mentioned L.O. Cool J earlier. Now, this is my strike right here against Mr. Uh, Lady Flo Cool James. 
Yeah. Mr. Tars. Mr. James Tars. Um, notice when dude was. I mean, he put he, he got the um he got he got all brolic or what have you. I, I like that. Just being healthy, you doing your shit. Yeah. Cut the mustache off. He cut the beard off. Did he, he ever have one? Yes, he did. He had a full beard and a mustache, yeah. and he's kind of chubby. Okay. And he started wearing the Kango again, like he was with his radio, radio, radio. <laughs> I can't live without my radio. And I'm like, what, are you try, are you going back in time, or are you trying to relate to when you were what, 16, 18? This man is forty. He has no way. He's forty five shit, right? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like, like, like Jay is doing grown up shit right like, now. Like, like take a cue from Will Smith. <laughs> Millennium Rock the Casbah. Right. I mean sample songs for the 80s. Do something else and and stick with that. He, he tried. Can't. He's not a good actor. Hello is a bad actor, dude. Will Smith and Queen Latifah pretty much <coughs> said, you know, heck with it. You and know, they, they, they turned they turned film into that what? major job and they turned right. music into a hobby. Right. But you know what? Queen isn't rapping anymore though. Actually she has a rap song that came out last week. Really? Thank you. She's singing. Wow. She's singing more than she rapping. And MC Light actually came on another uh, CD too. Did she really? I mean, other um, songs, not, not CDs. Um, but the, the thing I find funny about it is just like, know what's gonna be your bread and butter. Like, I think all knows he's just not that good at that. He'll get cast in movies. I mean, I see him get cast in movies. He's been around for ever. Colors, 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 <laughs> colors. I mean, it's the only nigga I know that that says or had the song "Cop Killer" and plays cop on TV. I'm down. He says just acting. <laughs> he pretty much did. <laughs> but did he look bad funny when he called his hair off? Now I have a question. I have a, I have a question. This is a uh, musical question. Lip Biscuit. Is it a bad thing to be a one-hit wonder? No. 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 I, like I didn't think so. I like Lou Bagger. Because <laughs> think about number it. Five. These people who are one-hit wonders, their one hit can still be heard everywhere. 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 I mean, how many times have you heard what? Give me one. Hey, Everybody was kung fu fighting. How many times have you heard that song? You know what? And normally those the one hit wonders are normally the ones they play at sporting events. Oh yeah. Who let, let the dogs out? Woo, woo, woo. I, okay, I, I agree. I <laughs> um, and the one the one hit wonder thing. I think at least we'll be talking. <laughs> we'll be talking about you on VH1 all the time. So I mean, it's good. like. You can go in a dance, a retro dance club. Oh shit! And can hear Patrice Russian's "Forget Me Nots" all the time. <laughs> Old school radio. Oh, That's the only only big hit she heard, she had, but people still love that song. And, and it's funny you, you mentioned radio. <laughs> with that, with your like, name one artist out of those that that group that you mentioned. The one hit wonders. No, not necessarily one hit wonders, but I want I want to say your top five, but your five top artists okay. to make that distinction. Um. How would you say radio influenced you saying, hey, I like that artist? Like, for me, let's say, the first time I listened to Big Pun, for instance, and that's still regards my favorite rapper, anyone who says anything, they eat a dick! Um, first time I heard him, I think it was still not a play, and it was on the radio. Mm -hmm. Then I remember I just you know, heard another song from the uh, Caribbean Connection, him and uh, Wyclef, and he kind of like bit off the line that Little Kim said, and he's like, Big Pun, shitting on the whole industry, and I was like, I'm happy. I like to fart and I like to hear shit like that. I'm happy. I'm content. And the radio did that for me. You know, sitting there listening to 92Q and it was a mix. They dropping something hot and fresh at the time. And I was like, that's bomb. I like that. Then you got the box. Listen kind of with, you know, with both. I'll get to see the video. Like, he is huge. And he does not need to do that one leg dance. For, for me, for me, the first time I heard a Lil' Kim song <coughs> was when I was in middle school. And you know they, on the radio they would play the un, they would play the cut mm -hmm. version, right? Of course. And you know, you know, buzz around was going that she had some dirty, dirty lyrics. So I I bought Hardcore a while back, right? Mm -hmm. And that album was nasty, but <laughs> but it was like she was like the female big. That's how it was put together to me. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. female bag. Yeah. Um, Rick didn't finish his. Oh yeah. Big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, it was like that, you know. It was like, you know, 
she wasn't talking about sex like, oh, let me have some dude run up in me. It was like, hey, I can take it just like the fellas do. Because <laughs> there's a lot of guys that take it. Taking it. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. But oh you my know, God. Like, it's a fall apart. <laughs> Crash the breaker. But I mean, my, my, my. Like she had control over the wow. stuff. She had pussy control. Y'all are special. She had pussy um, control. I think mine's, <laughs> most of mine's were all definitely um first radio. It was like a mixture between radio and music videos. Because like Ricky said, you know, the box and. All that stuff pretty much ran, you know, my life. But, like, most of them, you know, I've repeatedly heard on the radio, all except for one. And that would be um, closer. So, God below, I didn't um, actually hear hers on the radio. Actually, it gets no radio play around here. Well, but oh, she's yeah. Really... They'll, they'll play the instrumental yeah, or and the it's commercial. Like, and it's freaking amazing that they'll play... Her, her, the the music, and you hear her singing in the background, but they put a commercial on top Because she probably doesn't have that crossover. But you never ever hear it on a She doesn't have a crossover. Do you think that's frustrating for artists to not have crossovers? I I think with her, because she's a local act. And like the Bay Area, they get no love. Unless you're too short. But the funny thing is, they had, she has such a huge following here. And I pretty much just think that, you know, she has a a really strong college following. But I think that's because college students normally are a little more receptive to listening to different things. And that's when women become lesbians in college. Of course, yeah. I mean, experimentation and learning new things is all about what happens in college. Yeah. yeah. Lick the twat. You know when they say two, two heads are better than one. Of course, yeah. And there's no heads. Yeah. You just go right down in the hole. <laughs> oh my god! Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> but but with that, I mean, I think the, the things she runs back into just the whole local artist piece and local artists that you you, you know had a crossover and you you, you you you're not a ball prick player that can penetrate. You lack a crossover. And once she has like that that big thing, and I think I don't know. And you know the funny thing is like I think she's. It, she works with like underground rappers mm-hmm. and then is it really underground because it's just that it's local but how local is local when you are like a uh uh um like she's at the summer jam or whatever we had here because she does a lot of lesbians here or whatever it was yeah i remember it was offscape so, you know i know she does a lot of those and, 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 but the thing that's good about her, by her having that, that local uh, mindset, mm-hmm. she'll do those events. Right. Whereas, outside of her, and she has a following, you got me listening yeah. to her, um, outside of her doing those events, we're going to have Bossman and uh, Paula Campbell there. Right. Every time. But you you know, um, VH1 Soul, <laughs> really good um, station to listen to, to get some of those artists that you... Like him. Yeah, like, you can, you know what? He killed oh So, E-Boys, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to see some of those, what like you Kendrick, would think, like which, right, you would think is more of a local thing or not really mainstream, not mainstream but they have, like, little deals, so they do get them one or two music videos, and mostly one, but... And a lot <laughs> of times, like, you even get those, um, those underground videos, not, I don't want to call them underground, but not as mainstream because right. sometimes like you don't have to be underground I just don't know about you here yeah, right and like for instance Chameleon Air he had like a huge following in Texas because him and Paul Wall were actually a group at one point mm-hmm. and crazy the next started hating each other he's like fuck you son and then like both of them they kind of I don't want to say they blew up because it seemed like Houston had that period mm-hmm. when everyone was hot and then it just all fell off but now all of them, you can see they have a major release, and you can see commercials for that release, whereas right. someone that's more local, you won't see that commercial. And the funny thing is, you know, we say, yeah, they fell off because we here in Baltimore, but who right, that's that Because they kind of seem like they had um entrepreneurial spurt. But the 69 boys, they, they you, stopped, so, you stopped seeing, like, their shit getting played while the box was gone. That's the only time I seen 69 The only hit I ever heard was Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll? And that was but back they, in 90s. Did they have Lucky Whistle? You know what? They had another song. Oh, because 
Well, I'm thinking of the Adam Family Values. Didn't they have one? They had one. Did. <laughs> they had the same one. Did. Like, what? Because yeah. oh, they didn't did. they do the butterfly, too? That wasn't. Oh, what? No, I'm just saying, oh. like, I, no, they was talking about that in the Tootsie Roll. But they did one for Adam Family but Values. Some, some people are content with not crossing over. True. True. Like, um. And that's that way of not selling. You probably out. had to, and literally almost selling out. You're selling your own fucking music to the company. Uh huh. Like, I remember 69 Boys saying, yeah, if we were the record label, we would make like 16 cent an album, some shit like that. He's like, me selling out the back of my trunk, I make $7 an album. But <laughs> won't the, doesn't record companies get nervous if you don't cross over because they don't make any money? Pretty Wait, much. Go ahead. No, go, go, go. No, you go. No, I, I pretty much said my point. No, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like what Robert's saying, you know, it kind of brings us up to this 848 thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Robert's saying, how you know they making like 17 cents off the album and now this whole issue about 848 is trying to be a bill everyone needs to write to their local congressman and tell them to vote no for 848 yeah 848s actually should be um, an album 848 heartbreaks because um a lot of people who like radio are going to be heartbroken yes they will be um they're trying to charge they're trying to make radio stations pay for playing an artist's song and I think that's just crazy. I'm like, is it not enough things that they're trying to throw at radio to make it fail? I'm like, you know. Like, isn't that, and this is going to sound funny because both of us, we have a background in the whole business. Isn't that kind of marketing for your shit? Yes. I'm playing that new Sierra, that Go Girl or what have you. Okay, her album's going to be coming out in a few months and so we're going to play the single. Or, how about this? Thank you, you here. Fucking rap attack. Don't they typically play someone's CD either the week before or the week after it comes out yep. and debut the whole CD? Yep. Exclusive. That's, yep. that's marketing right there. Yep. But no, we, you need to pay per play because we're bringing in, I think the way like radio works, it's like ad revenue that's brought in from the commercials that's on there. That's, the, that's why they have to have commercials. Right. They have to have so many commercials in the span of an hour, that's how they keep that shit afloat. Right. But how is that going to work? I don't know the whole music piece. It's like, it's right. a scam. And I'm like, it's like when every African sends you an email saying, "I will give you seven hundred million of my money." You just have to <laughs> put it into bad accounts. Too. They be misspelling everything. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm like, someone tried to give me a job with like a. I'm, I'm so like, happy. this is extortion. And then, and then they always try to make it seem like it's a world bank. And this is not money laundering, like, my friend. Your relative, long removed, that you didn't know nothing about is like, dying. Like I don't know Africans. I got no Africans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think. You know, if you, if the artists have to pay you <coughs> to, what is it? Is no, no, it's the no, station. No, play the the station play the, pay the artists. Probably not even the artists, it's probably the company. It's probably the radio. Probably the company. That's just going, I think that's going to take the radio industry well, down. Why is it, why is it that the radio stations and the public have to, to pay the price for what these companies rob these artists for? What about, what about this here? How how are they gonna break that down? This is the point we were talking about earlier. What's gonna be fair usage? Okay, right. you have to pay royalties for a sample. You use my song in your movie. You need to ask me, and then I want my money off of that movie. Right. Like for instance, um, Prince he wouldn't he doesn't give up any of his own songs. He only gives up apparently the songs that he owns the rights of to put them in movies. Like for instance, they wanted to get like the most beautiful girl ever for uh, um, like Jay and Silent Bob. And he was like, nah, but I'll give you the Moore's Day in a Time song. So it's like, okay, I'll give you this, but we're going to keep that. Whereas, so wait a minute, he didn't give his own song. But he, he a song he owned the rights to. Rights to. I don't so know. So he can get paid. But with that, it's like, you want to keep that credibility. It's, it's just really funny how that works. So looking at it, that fair uses piece, it's like, listen to a commercial. Like you said, guys alone. They play... Part of her in the background, they play the instrumental. Does she get paid for when they start paying, uh, playing when she's speaking? Or did she get paid when they're playing the instrumental? Right. Do she, does she get paid if they're playing, like, part of a mix? Right. And, and that's what Well, what does she compose the music? I think, it's, I think she, if she didn't compose the music, you got paid. Every, that's why you're paying the company. Right. They're divvying so, it out. Here's right. your $3 for this but radio. I, I just don't understand how that becomes the radio's issue. And I don't understand why the public had to suffer for it. The, I mean, the only, I guess, positive thing you could actually think that could possibly come out of this ever <laughs> is the fact that maybe those one like a, a particular song won't get played so much at the top, the bottom, 
in the top of the hour. What if they have like a pricing scale? Like, like and that's what I was about to say. Every time I play um freaking dress, every time I play freaking dress, you have to pay me eighty dollars per play. You know, and and how do that? And then how do that in turn and affect these artists? Because if you don't hear Beyonce all the time, do you really want to hear Beyonce? And the thing is, it's marketing back for them. I don't see why they're complaining. Like, okay, how about this? How about you just do this? I couldn't fuck about a record label. Just do that. Say, well, you know what? I think I want more than 17 cents per album. Right. Because the radio doesn't have to play your shit. Like, Francis, back to Eminem. Mm-hmm. Have you heard an Eminem song ever played on 92K? No. Never. It's okay. always those pop stations. But he still does pretty well, right? Yep. And being that... But what about pretty well as in what community? Like but he has a fucking he, Taco Bell in his backyard. But I mean, come on. Let's <laughs> think about it. What black person in Baltimore City don't know Eminem or owns one of his CDs? But how did they listen to his records? Not from now. now, now let's be honest. Maybe most, the video. most, bl- right? And people that's talk how about it. exactly not but, the radio, right, right. right? But I'm just saying. I'm just saying the radio is not needed, and they're acting as if like the radio is the, the only, only way, way to hear this right. artist. So are they? Uh, is it going to go to now these like music stations? Are they going to have to like music choice or whatever um, direct TV mm-hmm. have? Yeah, they the have, music choice. They have music choice too. Like white ladies. So, you know, is music choice going to have to start paying? You remember know, remember how? And they have such a huge library. Remember of, how that thing music. happened with um with Chris Brown? And everyone saying, we're not going to play any Chris Brown records. Right. Okay, you gotta, I got to pay you for your music? You know what? We're not playing any of your shit. See right. how your album sells, dude. Right. Enjoy that. And then Pandora, internet radio. Right. Will, will that be affected you know, next? How, how many people are going to be as affected by this? You're going to be left with nothing but talk radio. Not saying there's anything wrong with and talk radio. And there's nothing radio, wrong with talk radio but, you know, <laughs> at all. I think that's that's the way. I think you know, destroying radio is kind of like limiting us in crea- in, in, in in creativity in the the like speech. Like yeah. it's violating our like First Amendment rights. But do, do you think this whole um, was it Bill Four A Four? Um, Four A Four. I mean, 848. 848. 848. Yeah, 848. Bill 848. Do you think that was kind of brought on um, at the behest of, like, some of the older artists more so than the current artists? Like, the older uh, older artists, they fucked them over a lot worse. Yeah, but, you It's know, like, here's two cents per album. Well, you know what? You don't own none of the rights to your shit. Do you think that they're the ones that are saying, well, we need to find some way to get our money? Okay, and so but, if it, 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 but then my, my question is, again, why is radio paying for it and not... The companies, you see what I'm saying? Why isn't the record company? But like I was, like I was getting to, like, what if that's the only way? Well, we'll back you in this manner to get it. You know, that's just I, it's bullshit. Screwed. But if it's, it's almost like a class action suit, right. if you got a bunch of people, like we have a whole le- record label coming at you with this many artists, like let's say one person. But maybe pissed. you know, wouldn't be such a bad thing for some of these record labels to fall. I'm not to say, but maybe it's not a bad thing for these record labels to fall. I I, I can agree. Because some of them, I think, are just... They've been raping people for a decade. Yes, and, you know... And I think, you know... <laughs> Speaking of rape, remember that, that skit from... You know, I don't know if you listened to that skit. It was on Jenny Kiss's first album. And I think he was kind of talking about the record industry and whatever. And, they, and pretty much he's played in there. It's like, yeah, you got the new single. You got the new single. And he kept playing in the background. We'll be raping you, raping you, raping you. I was like, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. Yeah, that was funny. It was off his first album. But that's pretty much... What happens? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was the thing that happened with Beyonce? And, yeah, I shouldn't. I should know her name. Yeah, Beyonce played her. You come on, right? Come on, right? Oh, uh, Jenny. Yes. Yes. You remember the whole thing with her? It's like, okay, I'm just gonna take your song. What if that shit gets bumped on the radio? Then who's gonna be fucked? And when when Jennifer Holiday mad about uh, Holiday or Hudson? No, it was Holiday, the original Effie from. Oh Girls. shit. I, I never heard of that song, Yeah, uh, I think she was mad because they used her singing in the beginning of the opening credits. Really? Yeah. Because Doing. she didn't own the what you call them story. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where those older artists get fucked. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, where's this where's this originating from was my main question. Yeah. It's just a matter of depending on where it's originating from, I think you don't go after the radio. You just don't go after the radio. Mm-hmm. It's nothing there because they don't have to play your shit. Remember how radio was or how you would hear how radio was? What did they play on radio? You would hear the shadow nose on the radio and shit. Mm-hmm. You would hear like, you know, Jay-Z's latest shit. Right. You would hear only the shadow nose. 
Mm-hmm. You you would hear someone reading books right. <laughs> on the fucking radio. You ever read hear somebody read a book or you was listening to a baseball game. Or the news. Pretty much. Masterpiece theater. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that, that would be something that you, and you think more you think more with that because right. it's like okay he's reading the story to you I'm listening to this shit alright cool but I don't know it's just it's just different and I don't think that that shit should, should even happen it's almost like alright let's get into remakes I want to do let's say remember when uh, even though he was in the video but when Just a Friend 2002 came out yeah Bismarck yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well I mean well, Mario, Mario oh, right. but what what something came what that whole prop was going on it's like you know what since you're playing this on 92Q and I think they got regular play on 92Q mm-hmm. you gotta play Bismarck you gotta play Bismarck and Mario and whoever produced it right but you wanna know what's so funny though and it's three different companies I got a question I wonder how much like older artists record sales go up when somebody samples one of the like lyrics to that song or the, the music to that song because like um when Puffy used um Name anything. Yeah, pretty <laughs> Name much. Name anything for the night. No, but he did the song with Sting. I'll be missing you. I wonder, like, did, you know, Sting stuff go up? You know? I think more people bought the police older stuff. Yeah. Right. Than heard it. But, I mean, but just in general, like, I wonder how, like, record sales do. Not saying that, you know, the artists are really getting anything off of that. But I wonder how much do that this thing is, bump their record sales up. This thing is going to be interesting. When someone samples a track, like, remember the Cameron song with, 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 with does the world mean to you, I believe? Yeah. They sample Roxanne. What means Roxanne. the world to you? Yeah. Da, 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 um, da, 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 da. When someone does a sample like that, and we're in a digital age now, okay, what's the sample for what the, what the world means to you? Okay, that's Roxanne. I'm going to download that from Kazaa, for instance. Right. But with someone listening to something on the radio, mm-hmm. that does not guarantee exactly that I'm going to take my monkey ass to the store and buy that CD. Right. True. I don't because sometimes I, some of the stuff that get played on the radio, I ass. don't want to buy it because it's irritating by time. Because they play it all the they time. They play it so like three months before the album even come out because they be pushing how, the album how, back. How so long much. ago did they play uh, Go Girl? Yeah, Sandy been playing Go Girl for almost a year. Yeah, didn't they make a video on that? Yeah. But it wasn't the one with T-Pain? Mm-hmm. And it was a huge gap between when the video came out. She had three other singles that came out. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Go Girl wasn't the first single. Was it? Nope. It that's was the sing- first one I see. It was a single with J-Hood that didn't sell. So they said, and I think that's how they make the determination of what's going to be a single because they'll be released a single mm-hmm. way ahead and they'll release it like almost, like Youngberg fans like had that EP and they had like seven songs in there, mm-hmm. but his real album came out like a year later. Uh-huh. You know, some some people, some record labels release certain singles and if they don't do well, they'll uh, wait to a single that does well then they'll re-release the like same album. Like, you know, let me just, a little uh, example. Like, when Paul Abdul's first album came out, <laughs> I know, laugh, ladies and gentlemen, whatever. Don't worry, I like that. That's <laughs> my cat. An animated cat. There was a song, did she? Re- you know she released two singles before Straight Up came out. Really? Right. I love that song, by the way. Yeah. She released, she released Knocked Out and The Way <laughs> the way That You Love Me. <laughs> I like now, that too. I love that feeling. Now, we straight up went to number one, and she had she had what one, two, three, four number one singles from that album. She re-released the way that you love me, and it was a success. It's just like with the buzz that's generating. It's like whoa, I'm almost kind of back to what we were talking about initially. Me saying that Puffy would be in my top group, and it's like right. I want everything Puffy. Right. Now he could have released like the worst single ever. Mm-hmm. Like Barack Obama, uh, <laughs> and it's like okay, I didn't like that shit when it first came out, but I'll give yeah, I'll give, give it another it, listen. Right. Almost like like this, um, a little more obscure for you. When Fabulous, I think his second album came out, he had a song in there right that had Young Jeezy on. <laughs> I didn't even know who the fuck Young Jeezy was, so I heard Young Jeezy. I'm like, go dig this Fabulous. I'm like, oh, oh okay, that's, that's Young Jeezy. I mean, damn. And it's like, I don't care for the song at all, but Young Jeezy happens to be on it. So I'll at least give it a listen to see some, some of the horrible nursery rhymes he has. Mm-mm. Pancake, pancake, microwave, microwave. <laughs> well, um, let me ask you this. <laughs> if, you, if you're featured on a... In collard greens juice. If you're featured on a song with a, that was a person that's famous, do you think that... Damn, I wasn't even listening. What'd you say? I'm featuring that new Bruce Willis joint. <laughs> All right. <if> I... <laughs> Bruno. 
if you're on, if you're a new artist and you're featured on uh, somebody's song, uh-huh. would that automatically make you, you know, not a star, but it generates generates a buzz? And like prime example, um, recently, Touch the Sky, Lupe Fiasco, on that yeah. with Kanye. You know, I think actually it might be a little harder for you to actually have success being on a successful single. Little little Zane. I think like seriously, I can I think I can name a couple of people who've been on a hot single and then when they release a CD, it is like not you, like you good. Remember, remember Cold Rock the Party with MC Light. Oh, she had man. Missy Elliott on Right, but but there's a difference with that because Missy Elliott isn't just an <coughs> artist because she's a producer. A writer. She did write some some people stuff before she... So that was different because she wasn't an up-and-coming artist. I mean, she was trying to come out as an artist, but she was already well into the music. And you know what I mean? Right, right. That wasn't her one and only thing in music. You know what I mean? Now, like you said, Little Zane. Horrible. um, Vita. um, Oh, my God. Did she even release anything? (laughs) I think she did, yeah. Um, (laughs) Dag, what is her name? Other than getting released from the, the ink... Um, um, oh snap! I twenty. Damn, um, damn. He did have that one single fighting in the club, right. but after that it was. But a I mean, um, I mean, I could, I could still the list name. Goes on yeah, and on. I mean, I think because most female because rappers most, actually. Yeah, pretty much. Remy Ma. I like Trina. I know Trina bad. She's a but Trina. Rapper. I'm um, the bad bitch. <laughs> you know, so I mean. I don't know how. Birdman sells because he's on his fourth album. Yeah, and that's just surprising. I guess when you have your own I, money. When you have Little Wayne, fuck your own money. When you have Little Wayne well, making your money. When you when you were raping, <laughs> not physically raping, but raping niggas of their money when they were like ten and twelve. Yeah. That's how you get your own money. I'm like, you know, um, I think it's harder. I think it's harder for an artist to what you call because even um. What's it's like you stuck. Chick? You're stuck in the shadow of that thing. Raw digger. Raw digger. You know, I think. People expect so much from you from yeah, having yeah. such. They like, oh yeah, she did a hot something with like sixteen bars, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, it was hot, it was hot. I can't wait till it's, I'll it's come like everybody out. else and then in the band. Out, and you like, do you remember that horrible mm. song she had? It's tight. <laughs> Only thing I remember was party and bullshit. Me too. And that was That's about right. the. Or was that the first one? I think that was the first one. Oh. We, but, see, here's the thing. I think that's a problem that is run into by a lot of people. Um, most, most notably the band. I mean, no one was better than Dylon, 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 and Dylon. I sent Matt Fires. That was the worst group of all time. And the worst name. But you know what the greatest thing about it? The greatest thing about it? Remember it was only two people that actually were kept? Was like yeah. Elliot Ness. And where the hell is it? No, here's the kicker. The Chopper came, Chopper came up with an album on Bad Boy before that. Was he um, dismissed from Bad Boy? Yes, he was. But hey, Ness, what you doing now, dog? <laughs> you still running home to get some cheesecake? <laughs> Oh, no one knows he eats enough of them. <laughs> oh, shit. And Babs, she Yo, wasn't no bunny. She, she over there that trying to... was a full-grown yeah, rabbit. Yeah, yeah. She was a hare. I'm sorry. She's I'm so- a jackrabbit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was an ugly bitch. Oh, and you know what? She remind me of, you know, that ugly chicken school that when she don't have her hair done. She, she got that little like ass rat talent top. But, did, but did when she, she ever get her hair put in and she be all done. Straight chick. Yeah, she real feminine. Straight real feminine. Did she have an episode where she was trying to get her hair yeah. done and she... The dollar didn't wake up on time. Remember that chick, um, Mysterious? Yeah. The big chick that was on at the beginning? Yeah. Well, she rap like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they brought her back, right? And then she was sitting up. I think the day when everybody got kicked, cut off, right? When everybody got cut and they made the final band. Oh, she was she was sitting there just like... She was pissed. She broke the like, glass. Yeah. No, she was like this. Yeah. And then she ate the glass. Yeah. <laughs> remember, the sir? Glass. Remember, sir? Which one? Yeah. The singing chick, yeah. light skin yeah. chick. Yeah. And her, yeah, and her husband was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, you know, sir, she just needs to be here. She, you know, I'm, I'm a manager, and my kid, you know, he's the same too. Uh, like, nigga, what are you talking about? But you know who I think had better. Fred, the hit, the hit man of the band. I think it's hard for you to. to From be, Miami. Um, successful is a feature no, on yeah. somebody thing, but backup singers seem to have better success than, uh, yeah. uh um. Than a feature person. Just like, okay, you're part of a group. Like, this is even what we go for. Because wasn't, um, 
What's his, the, the gay dude, the white guy, everybody used to love. You gotta have faith, faith, oh, George faith. Martin. Wasn't he like, not like the lead? At first, wasn't he like somebody's backup at mm -mm, one point? Mm -mm. He uh, they was, it was always or was somebody. Too. He was just oh, them two. Uh, well, okay, what about um, her, Hintley, and what you call him? That was Joe Scott's backups. And um, the other chick. Uh, There's a lot of backup it. singers that became um, um, successful. Yeah. The roller coaster chick. Um, oh, 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 Vivian Green. But you know, they were her backup you know, Sheryl Crow was a backup singer for Michael Jackson on his uh, yeah, bad tour. Yeah, yeah, she was. But this is the thing I was gonna gonna get into. Like, look at the entire, and this is as far as the group side, the entire Wu Tang Clan. Any thoughts on that? I think each one of them released a CD. But Method Man was successful though. Yes, he was. That was about it. Each one of them, I think at one point or another, and wasn't they consistently release CDs? I think Method Man, ODB, though he's dead right now, not the long before he's dead. Um, Method Man, ODB, RZA, and, and Jizza, the rest of they the only ones that released more than one album. Bobby Dizzo. One major album, one major release. You so, got releasing now? Yes, he did. Really? Yes, he did. Wait a minute, Ghostface Killer, was he kind of successful? Well, yes, Ghostface Killer, yeah. too, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Ray Kwan. Don't okay. one of them write a lot? I think it's Ghostface. It is? I thought it was the other one. Who was the one doing um, shit on... It wasn't It wasn't making the bad. It was like one of those little reality shows. He was writing, like, he was on there, and he was filming the tank. No, you know what it was? The MTV reality show when they try to um, make you whatever you want to be. True life. I want to be a rapper. It was something like I that, think, but it was, I think it was called something else. was on that episode, though. No, it was the guy from Wu Tang. It was it two was episodes. A, it was a Jewish, the little Jewish boy, and he wanted to be a rapper. And it was one of the dudes from Wu Tang. What? I'm not lying to you. The dude from Wu Tang. I could have sworn I, it was Tyler Kwali because he made him go to a club and perform. Was it Raekwon? I think so. Fat, got the part, kind of yeah. short. Okay, probably. That was Wake Break One. They write. had two episodes there. He was then. showing them how to write. And they had two episodes there. Because it was, I know it was a little white, he's either a white boy or a white girl, but Tyler probably slammed me and going to a club. It's like, yeah, you need to spend this shit. Mm. Who just he got married, by the way. Really? Mm -hmm. Tyler Green. Ain't this true quality. Remember, um, who was the female rapper show? Oh yeah. With, third, with the guy from third base and Yo Yo. What's the name was on that? And she was, well, I think, one of the contestants. Kaya. Yeah. She was a contestant. Really? Yeah. yeah. My neck, my back. Her, yeah. her rotten V. But why was she on there? Because her album was Drek. <laughs> and you know she's like in her mid thirties. I'm not surprised. Really? In her late thirties with three kids. But you know I was checking. I was checking. But yo, don't play with my Yo Yo. I don't want to play. Don't y'all play me out. Don't y'all play me out. I don't want to play with something <laughs> more than a Yo Yo. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you something. When a rapper or whoever samples a song, do it make you want to know who the original artist or original song is just by listening to the melody? Like, okay, you know how many you won't be you will be surprised how many times the barge was sampled. What, what was the most? I think and they said that James Brown was the most sampled artist. Yeah. Right? I, me, when I was younger, I didn't really care as much. But then when I started remembering, like. Well, I think when you get younger, you kind of know, okay, I've heard this song before, yeah. this sounds pretty good. And he's like, damn, this song sounds bad. But check this out. Check See, this yeah, out. Yeah, I think I have that type of thing going on. I don't, not saying that I don't care about who did the song before. It's like, normally I like songs, and I don't know why I like it, because I think the lyrics are that horrible, because I'm the type of person that listens to lyrics. Sierra's so, song currently with Young Jeezy, sample with Melvin... You don't know me by now. Melvin, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. So, like, sometimes I be like, dang, I really like this song, but I don't know why. And then I realize it's the oldest song. But then I can't remember what the oldest song is, and that's when I turn to Rob okay. because he knows all. I, um, I bought the best. Rob of, the Great. I bought the Barge's Greatest Hits, right? Mm -hmm. Two songs. <laughs> two songs that I heard. I was like, people sampled that song a <laughs> lot. Like it was a, it was two songs. Oh, you actually see his face. It was us. It was "Stay with Me" and "A Dream." Stay with me. Don't know it. Baby, you can't go on. Don't know it. One more chance by Notorious B.I.G. Oh God. And foolish by Ashanti. Oh shit. Oh yeah. And "A Dream." 
Oh yeah. I ain't mad at you. Remember, remember the um the song you were talking about a little while back, um Smiles from South Star song. Yeah. You know that you know sample the sample from right? What? I have the song. I'll play it for you. But it's a song by Diana Ross, Marvin Gaye. And my no mistake, my mistake or something. I forget the name. Oh, my special one. I know it's from that CD that they did together. But I think I think that I think that covers us for today. Just to sum everything up, because we this has been a clusterfuck of a show, but it's been damn fun. Uh, Ratings went. Vote went fucking no. Eight four eight. No eight four eight. No eight four eight. Like if you like music, if you like radio the way it is now, don't don't vote for that shit. Yeah, hit your, up hit your, your congressman. Yes, hit hit Elijah, hit Elijah, not Muhammad, but Cummins. Like you about Eli- to finish? Because Elijah Muhammad is dead. Yes. Oh Lord have mercy. Call him like you about to finish. Right before you come, Keep call Cummins. Alive. Damn it. And uh, for Rob and Rick. Mr. NT. Yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we exclude Tim. What? <laughs> what? For you Rob, see how they treat me? For Rob, Rick, chick. For Rob, Rick, and T. This is Rob. This is Rob Cass. Uh, Can you tell the V to shut up? Watch us out. <laughs>